Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Uh, no man's land, a rock in a hard place, frying pan fire, catch 22. Where are we? Some kind of purgatory. Limbo, limbo, that's it. I knew there was a word for it. Limbo. We're stuck in a bonkers limbo where TV journalists stand on windswept corners telling us what they told us last time, where young men and women say all the things they said last time. Welcome to the groundhog world of picket lines, posters, leaflets, banners and honking horns. Boring. The news agenda has moved on to the travails of a promiscuous lout backtracking on the green thing and a fall in inflation. The caravan has moved on. The dogs may be barking, but no one's listening. In October, the doctors will be on strike again and the news coverage will be even thinner. Unless, unless the indications we're starting to see gather momentum. Unless it all starts to unravel. Unless the hotly disputed early data telling us excess deaths increased during doctor's strikes becomes a statistical reality. A study carried out before the present round of strikes says there is no relationship. The HSJ yesterday report the claim from Bully Boy that recent strikes were responsible for 22 critical incidents. Broadcasters report deaths rose after the first round of doctor's strikes and we'll be looking for stories. Common sense tells us someone, somewhere, will come to grief because their turn in the queue was cancelled. Experience tells us an aggrieved family will discover the consultant, their beloved granny they've just buried, was supposed to see was on strike on that day. Human nature tells me a no-win, no-fee lawyer will take up the case with the GMC. There will be an almighty row and a consultant will end up struck off. That will open the floodgates. Far-fetched? Well, I'm not so sure. During the 2016 doctor's strike, the GMC took the unusual step of issuing a warning to striking doctors. The Guardian reported at the time junior doctors had been told by the GMC that they should call off their planned five-day strike for later this month and that putting patients at risk of significant harm could lead to them being struck off. The strikes were fairly light touch and consultants covered for no extra pay. This time the strikes are more aggressive, consultants who are not striking are charging huge fees to provide cover. The difference is the GMC at the time was run by people who thought it was their role to protect patients, knew what they were doing and got on and did it. This time, the GMC appears to be run by people who don't think it is their role to protect patients, don't know what they're doing, so do nothing. Now, I'm no statistician, I can't even say it, statistician, <laughs> neither am I Mystic Meg. But I have been around for long enough to work out people on waiting lists are not there for fun. They're there because of a clinical priority, concern or mystery. Delays in dealing with their priority puts them in harm's way, 
could turn concern into a casualty and mystery into misery. In 2016, the NHS wasn't in great shape and the row was about a new contract for doctors. The strikes ended when the Secretary of State of the day, Jeremy Hunt, gave up trying to talk an end to the dispute and imposed an end and the contract and finished it. In 2023, the NHS is in much worse shape and the row is about restoring doctors' pay, which has been neglected by successive administrations, largely because the BMA have been biddable, weak and dozy. The risks are much higher. Much, much higher. Waiting lists are longer, and the chance that strikes are harmful, dangerous, likely to end in grief, is obvious to everyone but the GMC. The GMC are responsible to members of the Privy Council, senior MPs. What are they doing? Nothing. The GMC website says they exist, and I quote, to help protect patients. From what? Thanks for listening. I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye.